Welcome to the Christian Life Coach Collective. I'm your host and coach, Lauren Malone, and I'm here to help you become the hero of your own story and learn to be a guide to others. Whether you're a life coach in any niche or you want to become one, or you're just listening in so you can self-coach to lead your own life well, this podcast is here to serve you. I'm super excited to walk with you into your calling and help you create a wonderful legacy for your life. So let's jump in to today's episode. Today, I want to talk about something that is pretty big to me. It's an important thing because it's a struggle that I've probably had my entire life. And some of you probably deal with it too, but it's that major letdown after the big day is over. (laughs) It doesn't really matter what the big day is. It's Christmas. It's your wedding. It's your birthday. It's whatever. The day you give birth to a child. It It doesn't matter what it is. If you have great expectation and expectancy towards something, then the minute it's over, it's natural for our souls to kind of be like, what next? I've been all of my energy, everything has been given to this one moment in time and now it's over. And there's a measure of devastation that comes with it. Sometimes it's just disappointment and then sometimes it's devastation. (laughs) So I've heard it uh, called, you know, the post holiday blues. You know, it's the next day or even maybe even the afternoon or late morning of Christmas day when you feel sadness hit, disappointment, maybe even irritability. And it's often just wrapped around expectations that were either unmet, unrealistic, or both. It's, but I think it's also connected to memories as well. You know, how your brain is associating all of the holiday buzz with the past holidays and comparing them. And for some of us, our brains feel that this Christmas should have been better than it was because of our memories and nostalgia about other Christmases. And then for others, we're freaked out by the Christmas is even here again because our brains tell us it's a scary, stressful time. But the letdown after all of it is kind of like the uh, seasonal affective disorder, uh, SAD, (laughs) essentially, which leaves you depressed, anxious, or just simply sad. And after all, I mean, that makes sense. We have to start resuming normal life now. This thing we've worked all of it up to be is over, especially if you have to go to work the next day or even on Christmas. You know, you get up and you do all the things and then you have to go to go to work later. A lot of people do. Add that to the sheer amount of overeating, overdrinking, overstressing, overwhelming, overthinking, overdeciding, overcaring, undersleeping, <laughs> and undergracing that we do to get through it all. I say undergracing because that's my way of explaining how we just aren't able sometimes to give others the grace they need. And we're for sure not giving ourselves the grace we need and the compassion we need in order to function healthily. Like, you know, there are ways to actually deal with this, this letdown and mitigate it and prepare for it. So I'm actually putting this episode out as an extra episode this week, because I know it's something so many of us deal with. And I want to equip you for if you can catch this before the big day then you can actually have a plan for the hours and days following that massive expectation and disappointment-driven morning. 
So number one, create expectancy for the rest of Christmas Day and the day after and the week after, right? And maybe it's a, a movie. You're gonna you're you all you're going to watch a movie the day of Christmas. You're going to go to a movie. I used to as a kid, we didn't have anything to do after. I would split up my time between all the households I needed to go to as a child on the big days. And then as I um, got older and I had a driver's license, I would literally go to a movie because it was my escape from the kind of the crazy that was my life and feeling like I was the only one connecting all of the people in my life between all of the households and the division and the dysfunction. But I also felt I needed to break away from it. So I would go to a movie by myself on Christmas as a teenager, as simply as an escape, a way to cope and, and almost go away into another story and bring myself joy that honestly being with my family wasn't able to do in the same way. So now we don't go to a movie very often. My husband's like, that is not what you do on Christmas. <laughs> you cannot go to a movie. <laughs> and now we, you know, we'll watch a movie together or the next day create expectancy around a movie. Like I actually hold back and I, I wait to watch certain movies. I like to watch the movie Elf while we decorate the Christmas tree. Even if we're not fully watching it, it's on in the background. There was a new Christmas movie that came out on Netflix this year, and I haven't wa- we haven't watched it yet. I was waiting till all the kids were back in town, and I can't even remember the name of it, but I have expectancy that we're going to watch a new movie that's supposed to be funny, you know? So maybe it's a movie you're going to snuggle up and watch, or maybe you plan on a special lunch that you can look forward to, like the day after Christmas. Or plan to use the whole week after Christmas as a time that you get to see people you don't see very often. And there was too much to do during the holiday season, beginning of December. Make that part of the week after. Add things to your days that you enjoy doing so that your soul has hope and something to look forward to. And then maybe make a commitment to yourself that the week after Christmas, this is the last week of the year, is dedicated to self-care. And you do things that actually tend to your spirit, soul, and body. So don't do more than your energy level says you should. Or go take walks or even commit like a specific hour to silence, solitude, and stillness. Take naps, go to bed earlier, get more sleep, drink lots and lots of water to help detox the entire month of December, right? Have good conversations with meaningful people, make phone calls, create and hold boundaries that you need. If you have a normal routine that Christmas has thrown out of, you know, out of order, get back to it ASAP. So Monday morning, since this year in 2022, Christmas is on Sunday, on Monday morning, get right back into the routine or flow that works best for you. And if you don't have one, start one, (laughs) even if it's just for the week. When I come home from trips, deployments, or speaking engagements, anything like that, the one thing that will completely kick my legs out from under me and keep me from moving forward is giving into my exhaustion and just laying around. It actually makes it harder than anything to get back into rhythm and zaps my energy instead of fueling me. Um, Also, let the joy 
and expectancy of Christmas literally flow into the following week. Take all the good feelings with you. I think it can really feel like Christmas is over once all those presents under the tree are completely under unwrapped and then you're overwhelmed by the sheer amount of trash and the tree is so lonely in front of the window. It's almost like that pile of gifts controls when Christmas begins and ends. And I just call a, B, a big BS baloney sandwich on that. No more, no way. Unwrapped socks are not the end of my joy. And no matter what you got or what you didn't get, your joy is full on the inside. Let that come out and manifest on the outside. It's a matter of literally tapping into the truth your spirit knows or letting your soul guide you through it. Which one are you going to do? Which one's going to lead you, your spirit or your soul? If your belief is that the rest is all downhill from here, then it's going to feel like it. But if you see that because of Christmas Day, you are alive and born again and full of hope, then that's going to help you feel like it. So decide what you're going to focus on, meditate on, think about and how you're actually literally going to center yourself. Maybe every day of the last week of the year is about reading the book of Romans, or if you need something really short, read Jude. (laughs) One chapter. Maybe there is also an inspiring, uh, energizing book out there that God wants to speak to you through. I'm, you know, I'm currently reading Life Without Limits by Nick, uh, I think it's Vujicic, The guy has no legs or arms, and he lives this fantastic life, and he travels everywhere. He surfs. He spreads the message of God's love and all things being possible. Come on. And Love Always by Bob Goff, or or, sorry, Love Does by Bob Goff, and Everybody Always by Bob Goff. Basically, he mixed them all together. Any book by Bob Goff, G-O-F-F, amazing, and his wife, Maria. Or maybe something like the 5 a.m. club. So if you're looking to forge maybe like a new path, really shake up your inner routines and habits with a little bit of an allegory flow to it, and you want to get a jump on January, jump into something like the 5 a.m. club. Bo Stern, I haven't read this book. I've just, I've heard about it. It's called When Holidays Hurt. So if you've been struggling to find joy during a season of hardship and trial in the holidays, I hear that that's a good book. And, you know, Priscilla Shearer, she has a a devotional, a great devotional to dig into. It's called Awaken, 90 Days with the God Who Speaks. I love her. You can also watch The Chosen. Go binge the, the TV show The Chosen and meet Jesus. It's so good. Um, lastly, just remember, you're not going to always feel this way. Feelings are fleeting and they change in a minute or a day. And even just next month, okay, unless you believe that what you feel right now is really going to affect you in five years, don't give it all of your time and attention. Allow it to be there and actually process it through, but don't give it the the focus that's going to turn it into needless suffering. If you know that you struggle the days, the, the hours, the days, the weeks after Christmas or any other big day of the year in your life, just simply remind yourself, this is a struggle. It is normal. Lots of people have this struggle, but I can overcome it. I have a plan for it and it will pass. So to recap on ways to deal with the post big day letdown, number one, 
make a plan for the hours, days, and weeks afterwards. Whatever that is for you, usually for me, I need to have something to look forward to in the afternoon of Christmas Day, and I need something um, for the days in the following week. Number two, find some books, movies, relationships, fun to have, rest to look for, you know, make that something you can look forward to and position yourself to be able to have it. So make sure you have access to the books or make a plan, make reservations or make a plan with your friend to have coffee. Go ahead and invite somebody over on Wednesday. Definitely do something on Thursday, the 29th, because that's my birthday and you should all be celebrating. So you can definitely use my birthday on the 29th of December as something you can look forward to and go out, you know, take yourself to lunch and think of me for a second. (laughs) Just a second. That's fine. Number three, decide that the week, the last week of this year is dedicated to you and your self-care and figure out what that looks like for you. Number four is get back into the routine or rhythm that works best for you. Five is to choose to take this joy with you. Don't let it end with the unwrapping or the dysfunction. Take that joy and hold on to it. Six is decide what you're going to focus on and meditate on because What you didn't get to do or have is not the thing you want to focus on. So reorient, reframe, and get positive about what did you get? What can you bless and what are you grateful for? And seven, lastly, remember that this is normal and it will pass. So blessings to you, friends. I pray that Monday and the following week will become a a blessing and a light to you. It can be. So just center yourself. And do the simple work of figuring out how to make what is possible come to pass. Be an advocate for yourself and get curious instead of hopeless. Until next time. Hey, thanks for listening. And I would love it if you could leave me a review wherever you listen to this podcast and tell me what you're loving about it. It helps other people who are looking for transformation and change and growth in their lives find me. And if you want to learn about becoming a coach with any of your superpowers, head over to sterlingandstonementoring.com and check out the greenhouse course. See you there.